I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah, get into it. What is popping, everyone? What's popping? I haven't spoken to you all in so long. It's been a long time, but I am back. I had a lot going on. I went on spring break with my parents, Papa Tito and Mama Cheryl's, and I spent time with my family. I went to Chicago, spent time at home in Chicago, and I took a lot of time for myself, took a step back on social media for a while, currently I am right now, and I also just been journaling, reflecting, being all in sad girl hours, grateful girl hours, happy girl hours, being in tune with God and myself, and giving everything and how I feel all to God. Overall, I've been doing so well, and getting Liddy with the books at school, and then celebrating my birthday. Ayo, baby. I celebrated my birthday here, and it went so well. It was a bad bitch, bad bunny energy themed birthday party. I celebrated with my friends and family, and it was the most perfect birthday. When I tell you like the most perfect birthday, I'm saying I literally saw how God was working in very mysterious ways. There's so many times how he was working and I saw him like as in I felt him speaking through me and felt him, his grace, his immaculate energy on me. And I was like, that's Jesus right up here, okay? And it's so crazy because a week before my birthday, I was freaking out like, okay, what should I do? The plans, I want to have a three-day event birthday, which I've never done before in my life. And it was the most best birthday ever because each day, it went so well. I prayed before I visioned it. I manifested. I prayed about it. But God did the things that I never thought would happen on my birthday. He did the impossible things that would happen. He made those impossible to be possible, period. And they were not impossible in his eyes. He made it all possible. So I'm just so grateful that it was everything that I ever just more than expected. And it kind of just it goes back to what I talked to my preach in my past episode about manifestation and prayer is that whatever you dream and whatever you aspire, whatever you just reach and have, whatever you have faith in, that will happen. Some people will be like, you're reaching too high. Uh-uh, no, I'm not reaching too high. OK, I'm really not. I am just being me. And that is what I want for myself. And I'm going to do it. OK. Y'all could try and come to me and just come at me, but no, I am going to do what I want to do for myself. If God approves that, then that's all what matters, period. It was a very deep reflective, just everything, Sagro Hours, birthday weekend. I remember it was gloomy here, and I prayed to God, okay, the weather, Lord, please make it sunny. He made it sunny, Friday and Saturday. I'm just so amazed how God, literally, he wants the best for you, whatever you Whatever you desire in your heart, God wants that to happen. If not, it's going to be way better. Way better. Ask any of my friends. Ask any of my family. I cried Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because how of how grateful I was and how happy. It was also like happy and grateful tears, but also how sad also at times was because I'm like, wow, I'm growing up, you know? I just felt so grateful that I felt so much love showered upon me from God, my family, my friends, and it was just so special. Thank you, Jesus, period. Love it. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. So from the last episode that I had, Don't Hold Back Your Gifts, Manifestation, and Prayer, I decided 
Okay, wait, I love that saying, right? Like, I love that saying, don't hold back your gifts, because I remember I was preaching a lot about that in this last episode. Don't hold back your gifts, like, came up to me. Like, it really came out of nowhere. I think it just came up from a TikTok or something that I was watching. And then I realized, like, wow, God, God has truly gave me a gift. And looking at this, like, there's a receipt on my table that says, a gift for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so funny, because I've been talking about gifts, and I feel like God's talking through me right now, a gift for you, period, yes, amen. I really think that this phrase has hit me so hard. I was brainstorming my episodes that I want to do, and just giving out the titles and like all that stuff, and then out of nowhere, I really believe that God put this in me. God gave me this idea that, okay, you know what? You should make your own little series called Don't Hold Back Your Gifts. So this one is called Don't Hold Back Your Gifts, Empathy and Vulnerability. Ooh, baby. My goodness. Amen, God. I'm going to do that real good. So I'm doing that. Empathy and vulnerability are the most two absolute gifts that I, I kind of got viewed in a way of like those could be weaknesses, right? But because I was always told when I was younger, I'm too sensitive, I'm too dramatic or I'm weak for being open with my emotions. I'm weak being empathetic and like crying and being all like sad but grateful and just I'm being too vulnerable and I'm just being vulnerable. But those two gifts that I hold, those are God-given gifts. They have so much power. When I got in tune with those gifts, I realized that, okay, these gifts are not just because I got them, like God gave it to me with purpose and with meaning. He wants me to glorify these gifts in his name. And I believe in that. Amen. Period. The gifts that I received in my life, not just empathy and vulnerability, but other gifts I've received are because God gave these gifts with such purpose and with such meaning. He trusts in me that, okay, I can hold these gifts up. Like T is not going to let them go because, you know, gave it to me for a reason to glorify in his name. I not only have God-given gifts, but I believe that you all have God-given gifts. What's crazy is that I know that God gave me gifts, but I always had a feeling, okay, these gifts are from God, even though he did not tell me verbally, like actually like actually hearing him say, Tia, these are God-given gifts, like these are gifts from me, even though I did not hear him say that, What's crazy is that, so I'm, I'm currently, I'm currently reading Proverbs, the chapter of Proverbs in the Bible, and I read chapter 18. Chapter 18 blew my mind. There's a verse, chapter 18, verse 16. This is what the verse states. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. That verse hit me because I was like, oh my gosh. God, I did not ever hear you verbalize telling me that like, Tia, you have God-given gifts. I just had this feeling on me, right? But God revealed it to me a few days later or even, I don't know how long it's been, but maybe like a month or so later that he's like, Tia, I'm gonna confirm on what you believe in because here, I'm I'm verbalizing it in front of you that hello, you have a God-given gift. You have a bunch of God-given gifts that I'm giving to you and I'm giving it to you for my glory. God gave you God-given gifts for his glory. He carefully trusts you with these gifts he gave you because he knows you can use it. He loves you and he knows that you are unique and you are able to express it for the greater good. 
it's all for him. You ain't playing with me, Jesus, period. It's just, it's just so crazy how God works mysterious ways. And I've seen that recently a lot's been happening literally my birthday and just like throughout my life, my entire life and how much I'm in a season of just being with God this year. And of course, always, but this year, particularly for me, I'm in a season with God only. And I feel like when you get closer to God, you feel so alive, like you are on a different level. You feel abundantly so much peace contentment and it feels just so grateful every day of just the simplest things and you have a lot more blessings come into your life and most of all you feel that you are confident and you know your worth i learned throughout this process okay don't look at others gifts while you are using god gifts oh trust me for sure i've definitely fed into that it's so easy because you know it's easy for everyone to compare with one another and I realized okay no like I need to step away I'm looking at my gifts and this gift is for me he didn't make my gift for someone else he didn't no one else has my gift it's just me because he trusts that I can use it he knows that I am unique to use this gift. I'm just deeply honored to have this gift from God. Don't look at others' gifts. Get in tune with your own gift that God gave you and go express it. God is waiting for you. Also, thank him for the God-given gifts you have, you have that he created just for you only. Being authentic, you are being vulnerable. When you're vulnerable and you are feeling alive with yourself and getting in tune with yourself you are being more authentic and I think with this podcast I definitely felt with that I'll explain more along the way but there's this whole idea of when you show up to be who you are there are people that will take you down there are, there are people that will come at you because of who you are and they'll be like uh are you sure you're able to you're capable of being who you are in this real world Projections are so strong that people will project onto you, but that is their insecurity onto you. They are, they're giving you everything that they are afraid to show in their life, and they're giving all of that on you. So you don't be authentic. They don't want you to live your life because they are not living their life to the fullest of being real and their authentic self. Vulnerability. Now, that is why I think with this podcast, I felt very called by God to create this podcast because I always wanted to have my own talk show, okay? I always wanted to have my own talk show because I love talking to people, period. And I'm trying to find, I was trying to find like, okay, a good timing. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just do it in my, in this room right now. I'm going to just do it and we'll see what happens. I told God about it. It was my mind for a reason because obviously God approved it and right now I'm still doing it. It's it's scary to tap into being vulnerable because when you're vulnerable, there's a bunch of feelings that you have. A couple of things I learned from Brene Brown, who is amazing, okay? She is a researcher. She's a podcaster and author, has her own, has her own show called Atlas of the Heart. She is someone that is huge on researching about empathy and vulnerability and she's practiced it she's learned about it she's researched about it for so long 
hearing what she has to say really opened my eyes about everything. She talks about boundaries, vulnerability, empathy, compassion, knowing who you are, knowing your worth. And so learning about what she has to say about vulnerability, that opened up my eyes. I was watching this video and it was about vulnerability. It was called The Power of Vulnerability. She talked about how vulnerability is beautiful. She says that we think vulnerability as a dark emotion. There's shame, there's fear, there's grief involved. And that leads us to not want to feel vulnerable because of those negative emotions. Shame, fear, grief. Vulnerability is a center of difficult emotion. But it's also the birthplace of every positive emotion we need in our life. She states, that's including joy, belonging, love, empathy, creativity, and innovation. That blew my mind because that's so true. In my experience, I was so afraid of, okay, fear is really coming at me when I want to be my most authentic self because I'm like, am I really worthy here? Am I belonged here? Am I, are people going to judge me for who I really am? Am I too different? Am, am I too weird? Things that... I was just questioning myself. It was a lot of self-doubt, a lot of self-sabotage. I was thinking of ifs and ifs, like meaning that the negative outcomes always, never the positive outcomes, never was feeling that. But then as soon as I tapped into what I really wanted, as soon as I began to get into myself of, okay, I crave all these passions. I have these God-given gifts. I have these gifts of podcasting, dancing, singing, whatever it is. I want to get these gifts out. Once I accepted myself for who I am and became aware of how much power I hold, and that's because of God, my therapist told me this. She said, God's power is inner power. Inner power is God's power. Wow, that's absolutely facts. I think that there's so much power that lies within you. When I was getting on myself, being too hard on myself about like, oh my gosh, like I'm not worthy of this, I'm not worthy of that. People are gonna judge me left and right. What am I gonna do with this? There are going to be people out there that will judge me for being my absolute, my absolute self. She talked about how there's going to be an audience. In that audience, there's going to be shame, comparison, and scarcity. She talked about how shame, it's that voice that whispers, you are not enough. Scarcity is, what am I doing that's original? There's people who are better at this than I'm trained for. Third, comparison. Comparing yourself to that one other person, saying that you are less than that person, picking what they had that you don't have. When I gave out my podcast, looking at it now actually, I was fearful, I was comparing, I was doing all about all those three things, shame, comparison, scarcity. But then I decided that, okay, so what? It's gonna be there. And I have to conquer my I have to conquer, I have to overcome it. So I decided to overcome it and once I got into being vulnerable with myself and to other people that led me to feeling empathetic and feeling so much peace and creative and also just so new and full of belonging and love and joy because I tapped into myself of becoming who I am. It's so scary when you show up and you're the only person that 
is holding that power or is holding that gift because you're like, oh gosh, like I'm so different. Am I supposed to be here? Yes, you are supposed to be there, okay? Like you're supposed to hold that because I believe that God put you there for a reason because he trusts you to hold that power. He knows that you have the strength to hold that power and to become who you are supposed to become that he has made you to become. He gave you those gifts because he knows that you that you're going to use those gifts and to express them in the way that he wants you to express them. I'm going from my experiences and of vulnerability and empathy and also Brene Brown, how much she has taught me. I just want to come and just say to everybody that vulnerability and empathy can be seen as weaknesses, but they're not. They are a skill. She talks about how she gives this definition from her show. She says, empathy. Empathy is the most powerful tool of compassion. It is an emotional skill set that allows us to understand what someone is experiencing and to reflect back that understanding. It's a skill, she says. Empathy is a skill set. The skill set of compassion. It's not easy to just, you're not just, you can't just get empathy overnight. I believe that I've, I was given empathy from God and it's a skill, but I, just because I'm given it from God, I'm still practicing on it. I learn about empathy every day. I'm practicing on it, especially as a future OT. I'm, we use empathy so much as OT. I'm practicing that skill every day and that's making me to become stronger. It's so possible that you can create that skill if you have that mindset and if you have that compassion and you have that self-acceptance, self-awareness that you are capable of creating that skill, you are capable of achieving that period. Not everyone's given empathy, but you can create empathy. It's possible to to make empathy and to make vulnerability and all those skills to become stronger with practice. It's not easy at all. I had a hard time of expressing it at first because I was like, is it seen as a weakness? But then once I stopped as seeing it as a weakness, I let go of that because of other people's opinions. That's not a weakness. It's a power. It's a strength that I have. And not everyone has it, okay? And that's important to realize that not everyone has that gift. You are special to have that. And if you want that gift, oh, it's possible to get that gift. It's a skill. You got to practice that every day to have that. A person can definitely create empathy and vulnerability. It's just a matter of being able to connect with yourself and connect to other people and having that mindset that I will do it, that I am capable of, I'm empathetic, I'm vulnerable. It's about being in tune with yourself and being, knowing who you are and being able to really be who you are with yourself and other people. Brene Brown's show from HBO Max called Atlas of the Heart. I watched the episode that's called Places We Go with Others and the Framework for Meaningful Connection. In this episode, she talked about empathy, but also the two types of empathy, cognitive empathy and effective empathy. Cognitive empathy is if you're sharing a story with me, I'm trying to understand and stay curious. Effective empathy is I'm taking whatever emotion you're giving to me. A lot of my friends know that I said this before, if you cry, I will cry. And that's effective empathy. I want to understand. I want to have that cognition of okay, I'm listening to you. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm staying curious, and I'm here to 
just understand what you're telling me. With these two types of empathies and empathy in general, you're able to have that connection. And you are worthy of connection. With vulnerability, you are connecting with someone. When you're empathetic, you are tapping into your own person. You're tapping into yourself on, okay, something inside of me knows that you are feeling this way because I felt that feeling before. When someone comes up to me and tells me I didn't do well on a quiz, I feel for that person because I tap into my own being and to my, uh, my own self and like, okay, I feel that because I didn't do well. I didn't do well on a quiz before either. And it's just that finding that, that same ground, just having that grounding. How can we connect to each other? We connect to each other because we f- I feel how you're feeling. It may not be the exact same feeling, but I'm here to listen, understand you, and I hear you on how you're feeling. And I am being vulnerable with you on how you're feeling because I'm also feeling this way. It just shows a lot of connection over here. It shows that you are trying to be vulnerable with this person because you are vulnerable. You're tapping into yourself on how much, okay, this person's feeling this way. I feel I'm empathetic towards that person because I once felt that way because of that too as well. It might not be the same exact feeling, but I am empathizing. I am trying my best to feel the way that you are feeling. I want to know. I want, I'm curious. I want to understand on how you're feeling. That's what empathy is. It's so beautiful to me when someone's empathetic. It's important for one to give out, to feel, to state, verbalize, express their emotions and however they want to say it. And to let and let all of what you're feeling, what you're thinking to someone in order to be empathetic and vulnerable. I think it's important for you as a listener to provide that safety and that comfort for that person who is telling you how they are feeling. No matter if you don't know how to respond to someone that's opened up about their difficulty, I think the best thing to do is to simply just state that I don't know how to respond, but just know that Thank you for telling me. I'm glad you told me this. Because I think just hearing that statement, and it's also from Brene Brown, is that you're just providing that safety and that comfort for that person to, to allow them to feel and to be them. That is connection. That person is feeling belong. And that's all that they want to feel is belonged, heard, safe, and secure. And it goes back to that definition where vulnerability is that birthplace of belongingness right there when you just empathize for that person just giving them that space and that hey I don't know how to respond but just know I'm here to listen and understand and where you're coming from tell me more I want to hear you I'm here for you it's so clear that you are empathetic and you do the right thing of you just want that person to feel belonged don't downplay don't think that, don't say that their emotions are invalid, that they just need to go for a walk, that they, they just need to shake it off. No. Don't just sympathize for that person. Don't disconnect from that person. Just simply listen, be curious, understand, and create that safe space 
be vulnerable. Being vulnerable, you're actually leaning into being uncomfortable into something that you've never been in that situation before. But it's not that when you're uncomfortable, that's called growth. When you're tapping into something that is, whoa, it's new, it's different, I'm kind of scared, but this feels so good to be on the same level of this person and to really understand this person on a deeper level, just know that you're being vulnerable. You're being empathetic. I'm getting emotional right now, but I think that's what everyone deserves in this world. I'm a huge advocate, I'm a huge preacher on everyone deserves to be accepted and welcomed for who they are in this world. Everyone deserves to live their life in authenticity, being who they are, being real. When we just stop, take a minute, and to truly understand what someone's going through and how they feel, tapping into how you feel for that person and sitting down with that person, okay, tell me more. We need more of that. Being accepting other people for who they are is everything. I want that for everyone because I also want that for myself too. Everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves to be accepted for who they are. And you are worthy. You are loved. You are enough, okay? There's this affirmation that I tell myself. I say, I'm enough. I am competent. I know more than I think I know. I say it before a big event that's happening or the times where I'm feeling most low in my life. When I say that, I feel so happy and free because I know I'm reminding myself who I am and what I'm capable of, okay? Period, on that. In order to be vulnerable, in order to be empathetic, it's important that you have self-acceptance and self-awareness. It's about knowing your worth. You are worthy, you are loved. You will overcome. You are enough. Your mistakes and your past does not define you at all. You accept your mistakes and your flaws and taking all of what you have been through in your past to make them those of what you've gone through in your past, it's allowing you to grow and it has allowed you to become who you are today. You are a beautiful, just amazing, kind, sweet, loving, compassionate individual today. When you lean into yourself of just not being comfortable and, whoa, it's unfamiliar, you're conquering fear. Because when you're conquering fear, you're, you're literally going to grow. You're literally growing into becoming the person you were supposed to become. In the episode I watched from Brene Brown, she talked about how there's a woman called um, Teresa Wiseman, a nursing scholar in the UK, who created attributes of empathy. And these include perspective taking, staying out of judgment, recognizing emotion, communicating our emotion, and the last one, practicing mindfulness, is actually from another individual that she incorporated. The first one, perspective taking. This one is really, this is this one's obviously about empathy. Like this is like the literal definition of empathy. It's really believing and listening to that to that person and staying curious about what they're saying, right? Second is so big. I think this one is so it's so easy to get into this one and as in like to judge other people. Stay out of judgment. There's two things that Brene Brown talked about. She said, 
first we do is we always judge in areas where we struggle with shame. And second we do, we pick people do worse than we are doing. That, can I get an amen here? Amen, period. That hits me. When someone's judging out, when someone's judging you in a way that you're like, well, you're coming at me, like why judging me? They're coming at you because, okay, one, for sure, it's projecting. They're projecting their insecurities on you. But they're also coming at you because they have a shame in that. Like they struggle with shame. People come at you because of their insecurities. They come at you, don't take it personal, they come at you because of them. It's so true. Like people will come at you just because because they don't they don't have that that gift. They don't have that power of being who they are. So it's so important to just be really in tune and just in the moment with that person when that someone is just sharing their story to you. Third, it's about recognizing emotion. Recognizing how you feel, what that person feels, and realizing that, hey, what we're feeling is real, okay? Like don't be downplaying your emotions. Don't be don't be gaslighting anyone. Like just feel on what you feel. Like you have the right to feel on what you feel. Fourth, check in with the emotion of how that person's feeling. How are you feeling? Verbalize that. Communicate openly with that person. Lastly, practicing mindfulness. This is huge. Paying attention is what this means. Just having an open mind. Just knowing that, okay, like what's happening is, is what's happening. It, it is what it is. But just being in tune with it. Don't be downplaying it. Just allow for you to feel. Allow for what's happening. Just happen. Be the moment. I'm not going to lie. I also had a tough time with just being the moment. So... Yeah, it's it's hard to be the moment, period. Annie Brown talked about how she said it's not about me like walking in your shoes when someone's telling their story, but it's about tell me your story of your trip in your shoes. I'm here just to listen, believe, and be curious. That's it. And because typically I always hear you should be in their shoes, like walk in their shoes, Tia. Feel what they have to feel. And I've done I've been doing that. Like it's the common phrase everyone says, right? Nay Brown said that statement. It said, it's not about walking in their shoes. It's about telling your story of your trip in your shoes. And I'm here to empathize and be vulnerable with you on how you have been feeling in your trip in your own shoes. I'm just here to listen. Once you just really listen to other people, once you really are not in that person's like shoes, I think you you take a you like you observe a lot more than you would observe if you were in that person's shoes. I just want to say like thank you guys so much for just listening to my podcast because I know it's in the middle of my episode, but when I'm like recording this, I feel so much just peace and a, just just a lot of peace and love for everyone here listening to my podcast, supporting me, and just just thank you for being supportive and just listening to my podcast and being with me and patience because. This is all very new to me and all very new to you. So I'm just having a lot of fun with it. And I'm just really happy that you're here. You're here just to see and just to hear what I have to say. So I really do appreciate you. I just wanted to give a moment of thank you to everyone, to all my supporters out there and to people who, to all the people who I may not know that you're listening. I see you. I hear you. And people who I know who are listening to me, thank you, I see you, and I hear you as well. I really do appreciate you for just being here and supporting me through it all and just being here for the journey of talking with Beyonce. I love you and appreciate you so much. Yeah.
back to vulnerability and empathy. There's a part that shocked about about boundaries. And you know me, guys. The episode about protecting your energy is everything that I love. That's about boundaries. And I'm huge about boundaries. And it became I became more huge about it probably the end of last year and the beginning of this new year. Boundaries and vulnerability. I'm someone who definitely opens up kind of quick, but not really. Like, it takes time. Like, if I know you really well, I'll open up very quickly to you. But if I don't know you that well, I'll still open up to you. I'm a very big people person. So I just love talking to people, creating those connections, and I'm very vulnerable and just empathetic and all those things I just really take into account. Brene Brown really, really opened up my eyes when she talked about this and I was talked about how being vulnerable, it's about having boundaries though. It's about not oversharing. You got to be careful of where you're sharing your, your thoughts and your stories to. Like I have to read the room and vibe with the room first and be self-aware of who I'm speaking to, what I want to share with that person. There's definitely been times when I overshared with the wrong person. I thought I was being vulnerable with that person, but in reality, I was crossing my boundaries. I put my emotion on someone that wasn't understanding me, that wasn't capable of understanding me, that wasn't very that wasn't at all empathetic, and that person doesn't even deserve the honor of knowing that part of information about me. I am still being vulnerable, but I think it's important to be aware of like who are you telling that stuff to? It goes back to this. Your energy is expensive. Are you really worthy of my energy and time? Like, are you really worthy of this period? Are you really worthy of talking to me? My energy is expensive. When I implemented boundaries now, I see such a huge change of how I approach myself, what I'm doing to myself. I'm becoming more aware of who I'm telling things to. I open up for sure, but there's, a, there's just that boundary. You got you to gotta be selective on who you tell things to because not everyone is worthy of you. Keep your energy. Don't just give it out to anybody because not everyone deserves that. Okay, queen? King, queen, period. You are a gift and you're here to express that gift. You hold such great power in life, period. You hold such great power within you. That not everyone's for you and you're not for everybody and that's okay that's that's part of life if you don't vibe with me or if I don't vibe with you I'll walk away and that's in that period just know that when you share be mindful of who you're sharing it to because not everyone deserves you you are a true gift in this world and you are precious there's people out there that are just not worthy of that are not even ready for that yet and if there's that person that's worthy of knowing you, oh, for sure, give it to that person. But be selective and be mindful of who you give your energy to. Definitely there are times when I was, like, freaking out about how when I shared something to a group of people that I was not as close with or some people that I was close with, I was like, why am I still keeping on ranting and keep on talking and keep on oversharing? It's because I'm projecting a lot of my like trauma and a lot of my past self onto that person. I'm realizing that looking at now, I wasn't really being vulnerable. I was, but I also just was just oversharing, oversharing to someone that really wasn't capable and was didn't have the honor to really, that wasn't deserving to really listen to what I was telling them. So 
just being mindful. Of course, like we've all been through that. Um, most of us has been through that. So it's just about creating your boundaries and just being aware of where you are and accepting for who you are and just establishing, okay, who are you able to trust and who are you not able to really open up to? People who you trust are people who deserve your energy and also deserve your time. So be aware of that. Girl, it's hard for me, okay? So it's just a practice once again. Vulnerability and empathy. These are all practices, but we will overcome them together, all right? Okay, together, period, all together. I just wanted to end this episode off with my two favorite quotes. Y'all know the vibes. We the urban. Love that page on IG. Don't let your empathy impede on your self-respect. I want y'all to think about that and think about, okay, when was a time that you let your empathetic self be walked all over that led you to disrespect yourself? Think about that. I want you to think about, okay, how can I rise up from it? How can I create boundaries? How can I be empathetic, vulnerable, but yet still with boundaries and protecting my own energy? Second quote, reminder, vulnerability is a strength, not a weakness. Changing your mind is a strength, not a weakness. Empathy is a strength, not a weakness. Asking for help is a strength, not a weakness. You are capable of love. You are worthy. You are enough. You are capable of peace. You are capable of all things in life. And you have those God-given gifts. Use them. You have vulnerability. You have empathy. Don't dim your light and adjust your boundaries for other people. Be who you are made to be in this world. Be who you are called to be in this world. No one is like you, okay? There's no one like you out in this world. You are you. And you are meant and you are for to be here. Because you share. You share a God-given gift. And I believe in that. I believe in you. Thank you for listening to this episode about Don't Hold Back Your Gifts, Empathy and Vulnerability. And I hope you guys, I hope you all have an amazing day filled with love, blessings, sunshine. I hope and I pray that you manifest, go after your passions, dream big, go after Whatever you want to be, wherever you want to go, dream high. Don't dim your light. Just like what Proverbs 18 verses 16 says, these are God-given gifts. You're meant to be here today. I just want to say a moment of thankfulness to God. Thank you, Jesus, for your God-given gifts. Because honestly, without it, I wouldn't be where I am today. Above all, all glory to God because he made me who I am today, and it's because of him where I am in my life. Thank you, Jesus, period. Love you all so much, and thank you for tuning in with Talking with Tiance, period. And I will speak to you guys soon. You'll get into it. Bye, y'all.